Did you hear what Job said about life? He said that life is a drudgery. Can we say this as good Christians? That life is a drudgery? Some think that Christians only should talk about life being great uh, and, and just stay positive. That Christians, we downplay at times the difficulties and just stay positive, even if we are having a rough day, week, month, year. That Christians just say everything's fine and put a fake smile on our face and move on. In actuality, brothers and sisters, we can, as good Christians, say with Job that life is a drudgery. We can genuinely say that life is tough, but not all the time, right? It's not all the time that life is a drudgery. For we remember those many times that God has given us many gifts, that life, uh, the times in life where we have experienced great joy and experience God's love and his peace in our life. But, as we know as well, there are occasions when life at times can be a drudgery. And Job gives us a few examples today. First, he mentions that he has often felt his days were compared to a hired hand, a day laborer, someone doing much of the hard work Uh, or on the farm, so to say, uh, doing the daily hard tasks at, uh, at the shop and requiring much physical labor, doing the same thing each and every day, day after day, uh, the daily grind for decades. And there are seasons where this work can be a drudgery. Yet Job gives us the example of his perseverance that there is uh, good in this way of life, in, in being a hired hand. Uh, and, and Job gives us that example of perseverance. Next, Job mentions months of misery. I think we can all relate to this one right now. That uh, great example of our current pandemic. It's actually about a year of misery so far. So, uh, these times, these months of misery, these challenges of separation, at, at times of solitude and loneliness, and maybe you even had COVID. We have challenges of recovery, cancer, months of misery. And yet, our dear friend Job gives us the beautiful example of no matter what comes, that he has shown us his perseverance. He stayed in relationship with God. He didn't allow the daily tasks, the hard daily labor, or the months of misery to pull him away from his relationship with God. He stayed in his relationship. He stayed with him. And lastly, uh, Job mentions today sleepless nights. I think we can all relate at different times in our life of sleepless nights. The nights when we can't fall asleep, when we can't stay asleep, when we wake up at three in the morning and our body says, all right, let's start the day, and it's still dark. And our, our hearts are longing for the sun. We're longing for the beginning of a new day. Maybe it's the anxieties of life that keep us up, family, friends, work, or a multitude of other things. And yet we remember that Job stayed faithful. He uh, allowed and told God about all these difficulties. He didn't keep them to himself, 
but he told God about them and said, this is tough. I thought you were one of peace. I want to receive your joy again. And that is what happened because he stayed faithful. And now the question arises for us, how does our Lord respond to the life of drudgery that we at times can experience? God becomes human. God enters into this life that we are living. He enters fully into our human life. He becomes one of us. He experiences the drudgery of life, the sleepless nights, the, uh, all of those difficulties, the days of hard labor and uh, months of misery. He experiences each and every one of these things that we experience so that, uh, he, so that we can know that we are not alone and that we can turn to Jesus in our sufferings. There's a beautiful passage from the book of Hebrews that is very appropriate for today. This is Hebrews chapter 4. For we have not a high priest, that's Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every way has been tempted as we are, yet without sinning. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Beautiful. We'll break this down. The first part, the first sentence. Now we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Jesus becomes human. He becomes man. He, he becomes just like one of us in every way except sin. So all the sufferings that we endure, he has endured as well. He is able to sympathize with our weaknesses in every way been tempted as we are and yet without sinning so we can have hope that whenever any temptation comes we can know that god is with us we can know that he has been victorious over every temptation and we can be so as well we can be victorious we can live a life without sin as well now our, le- our next section, our last section, we, have, we can have confidence now to draw near to the throne of grace. What is this throne of grace? You're actually here at the throne of grace. You're here at Mass. This is the throne of grace where we can receive his life again in our hearts. That we may receive God's mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. This is the place to go in times of temptation. This is the place here at church, here at Mass, to receive God's love, to receive perseverance, to receive the forgiveness of our sins so that we can be filled again with faith and confidence in God's love and his power in our life. Our faith can be renewed. Did you catch what Jesus did as soon as he entered the house of Simon, Simon Peter? He healed his mother-in-law. That's awesome. She just had a common fever. And all, I think all she needed was some rest, a good cup of coffee, and a roaring fire in the fireplace. 
especially today, right? Uh, this freezing cold day, and I'm glad you made it here safe. But uh, this common fever, I think we've all had a fever at one point in our life. And God even wants to heal our fevers. God wants to heal even the little inconveniences in our life. Those times when we are tempted, when we um, want to just kind of give up. Those times of sleepless nights, those times of tireless daily work and months of misery that God wants to fill us with faith because he has been tempted just as we have, that we can approach the throne of grace here to be renewed. And so Jesus even wants to heal our fevers. He wants to heal uh, the little inconveniences, but as well, he wants to heal the big things too, the big things as well, because he casts out demons, and that's powerful. And uh, so Jesus cares about everything in our life. He cares for our pains, the big and small, uh, so that life doesn't have to be a drudgery. It's okay to say it is, but uh, for us to remember the bigger picture and to know that he wants to heal all of our ailments, especially those of our spiritual life. And so uh, Pope Francis recently uh, wrote, he wrote this, all too often we think God works only through our better parts, yet most of his plans are realized in and despite our frailty incredible and how true this is we think that god only works through uh, our, our good days not our bad days but god also wants to work and seems to work more in our difficult life of drudgery days and um, he goes on to say as well that we must learn to look upon our weaknesses with tender mercy and so God looks tenderly, he looks mercifully at, uh, at our weaknesses and calls us forth to trust in him, that, that our weaknesses may not pull us away, but may actually draw us closer to God. He is um, calling out to us, desiring us to stay in relationship with him and to stay close to him because he comes to us as well. Just as he entered the house of Simon Peter, uh, and healed his mother-in-law, which in the Greek, uh, uh, we have it translated as, and he lifted her up, uh, he helped get her up. But it's actually, the Greek word is, has that more powerful understanding of resurrection. He raised her up. Uh, he gave her new life. And God wants to do that for each one of us every day, to raise us up as well. Uh, even if we just have a fever, even if we have uh, more severe things, God wants to raise us up for us to live for heaven and know that we are destined for a place where pain and sadness and separation will be no more. And that is our heavenly homeland of which we are all living and that we can approach here the throne of grace uh, at every mass to be strengthened and to live for heaven. And so that Christ comes to visit us. He comes to visit you, to raise you up, that your sufferings, your weaknesses may glorify our heavenly Father. Awesome.
Let us bring our weaknesses uh, to our Father today and our strengths and our whole life so that we may be raised up to him. We may be raised up to new life uh, as Christ comes to strengthen us and to fill us with his grace and his love.